Welcome to the Feminine Mistake Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole, and today I'm joined by Hillary, Sarah, and Jasmine. On today's episode, we wrap up our discussion of the film A Wrinkle in Time with our special guest, Jasmine Waters. The house is a mess, Jack. The kids are a mess, Jack. You're a mess, Jack. You have been a total bitch ever since you came to New York. You seem sort of distant. Let's just do it, man. You look stupid and rich. Stupid and stupid and rich. Fascist. All right. Get into it. Um, I would like to talk about sort of what the it is and also that montage we get of when they're explaining what the it is where we mm-hmm. see everything everything we don't know that's going on in the other characters' internal lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I thought that was, again, this there were, while I do think the movie was a little boring at times, um, I think there were some several very moving scenes, and to me, that one was one of them. I felt Hillary's making a stank <laughs> face. I felt that, especially for a children's movie, because again, this is a children's movie. So, for a children's movie to take the point of view that adults can be like, for the principal, for example, we see the we see um, the principal the moment he got promoted to principal, and that there are other. Um, teachers who feel jealousy the same two that were talking shit exactly and there's like this whole theme of like adults are not perfect Mm -hmm. and adults don't have all the answers the the popular mean girl with the eating disorder that i I really Mm -hmm. related to because that that was the year that i started yeah i definitely think it was around that well maybe i don't it may have been a little younger than that for me but that the there was it was around that time that i started to think about weight and eating and get up and exercise and like stop eating certain foods because I was trying to lose weight so yeah I totally and uh, so there's it was a montage of like you don't always know what's going on in other people's lives and there there was the whole thing about Kelvin and as we see his father yelling at him but again like I think there was some opportunities lost there like I don't they ever never really got to connect too much about that and also again if I feel like he'd been set up as this like perfect pop one of the perfect popular kids yeah. i think that would have had a lot like more emilio estevez from uh breakfast Club. exactly right. like exactly. If, if we had known that the the popular next door girl with the eating disorder like had a crush on him mm-hmm. and wanted to date him and she made fun of meg because mm-hmm. of that mm-hmm. like if we had known that it would have meant more to me it would have meant so basically more this angry. movie should have been an hour longer well it's just like maybe there was too much or maybe maybe there was too much maybe it would have been better as a miniseries i don't for netflix or something i don't know it's just like it seemed like they were trying to put too much into and because i think the book is incredibly complex i think that also came out of left field a little bit for me too because like the characters didn't feel super fully developed either to me so like to have these moments and see them like that i was just kind of like that's sad but i'm being emotionally manipulated by music and I mean I I think the only thing that got me well not it got me because I mean I didn't cry or anything but like the only reason I was like expecting for his father to pop up as one of Mm -hmm. those imperfect people that the it got was because earlier he had made mention to like well that's because you don't know my dad my life's not perfect yeah yeah um they definitely set us so they did precursor that and that made me like ready for that less that would have had more impact right like set that up less set set him up more if he was a little because why would he tell her that if he was a little dickish right or if it had been an under the breath like my life isn't perfect you know and we didn't go into all of that you're right i think that would have been better yeah i think that would have had more impact that particular moment um i did this is the first time i'm seeing this i did appreciate 
appreciate and i think it's like a because it's a kids movie it's mm-hmm. something that's strong in that idea of like the it was something that could meld and affect people like yeah. um it reminded in, me of in the those nothing from the never ending story right no oh my god <gasps> that's what it reminded me, me of. and nicole are having a moment because <laughs> i said it while they're riding on the cabbage yeah i said yeah this feels like the never yes, ending story I where nothing makes way. fucking sense yeah. right now yeah. it's yeah. not yeah. Yeah. never ending story though because right. there's no weird dog dragon that's true okay but I loved the weird him. dog dragon is amazing I also um, the never ending story wrecked me so hard i can't even like i haven't even expose my children to it because i can't yeah, live through it again yet. i didn't I watch it till college i watched I it for the live through it again i watched it for the first time at 26 my friend mm-hmm. um show, showed it to me and i was and she was like i love this movie this is amazing and i watched it and i was just like it was great i can't like at 26 it, i it is a kid's movie so i can't I, live that through that horse sinking in the mud again right i can't i can't right. go through it i can't right I can't there's go so many again. things but I like I think that like it was this really nice way to connect like the it and this negativity to things and like Mm -hmm. how like love was the light which already happened in Twitches which is a Disney movie so like I already knew how that was gonna work out I was like she needs to tell her brother he she loves him because Twitches Twitches. I'm sorry (laughs) you're welcome never seen it Um, it's a Disney movie early 2000s oh I was too old as T and Tamari um anyway but. I did. I did appreciate that, like especially because when they showed like the the principal and how mm-hmm. he got his promotion, and they yeah. showed the really two sh- shitty teachers, and yeah. I'm like, that does happen, and that yeah. does fester, and that does make people say like shitty things in front of kids, yeah. which is what yeah. happened, yeah. and um, and then it was present in even the way it was making them think like mm-hmm. the things that were coming out of charles wallace's mouth or like potentially like their her dad being like i don't want to lose two kids like even that was like yeah. a uh, moment yeah yeah i think that that definitely falls in the category of adults are not perfect right. which is a big theme which I is think. wonderful yeah. yeah did anyone else yeah. think that it was a little cheat cheesy the way that they depicted um love being the free 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 frequency that you use to 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 tesser yes always that's why i brought up twitches i i think (laughs) that i don't think i think that in the book it could have been it probably was portrayed in a much uh like a more like profound like Mm-hmm. love like yeah but like the way it was done in the film was like Ugh. well also well, when you when you're writing a book too you can have that like and then she felt this overwhelming warmth and her yeah. heart grew and she felt these things and like you can experience and then the like who's, yeah. you and can, then the who's yeah. came out and saying right yeah. right and, yeah. but i mean you can experience the like feeling of love through reading a With book but you can't yeah do it in a movie you yeah. can't I don't know you didn't care for the audience. the ribbons no you i mean like the ribbons because she flew through the ribbons no. i mean it was lovely uh-huh. but like i uh-huh. like I for example nice. whenever uh-huh. he first uh t- tesla i'm gonna call Tessers. it a tesla because like he got in the tesla it was charged when he up. first got in the tesla um and charles wallace like baby charles wallace is looking at him through the window mm-hmm. I, I initially didn't I know what that well like initially like i didn't know what that moment was i was like <gasps> it's charles wallace in charge of all this shit and then like and then i realized it was the love that was creating but it. guys but it was because can I, can I make an admission to you right now okay fine uh until you said that i i like in watching this movie for two hours i did not 
pick up on the fact that love was the frequency that caused well, yeah, that he said he was a line it's a line love is the frequency it's didn't a know. line whenever, know. before you get in the Tesla okay. for the first time I obviously didn't know I didn't um, listen to that also, didn't catch it I have a you guys are talking about it I'm pretending I'm like Joey from Friends pretending I know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah but I don't I fucking okay, don't okay but if you th- th- get th- it. think about that he's looking at his new child uh-huh. and he's like I love I'm I feel this love let me leave it all and like well maybe he thought it was like maybe it was between his ego too like it was like the love created it like watching his wife and his new child was what created this this wrinkle in time (gasps) it's actually space jasmine god damn it sarah why do you call it a wrinkle in space um, (laughs) because i think that like it's what created discovered space yet but i think his ego which has been like he wanted like because it finally happened it was like I can't let this his, moment go. His love was greater for himself than right, exactly. <laughs> and that's like, but I think that it's really cool though to paint the fact that again, adults aren't perfect. Yeah. Like, I hate watching movies that I grew up on sometimes because I'm like, that's not what my family looks like. Well, also, yeah. don't you think maybe he thought it was kind of like maybe going down to the store and grabbing a pack of smokes, like he was just gonna be he, right he back. He thought he was gonna be right yeah. back. I really thought that's never show back up. I don't think that's he true. planned to be gone no. for a long time. So he either. obviously didn't love a whole lot of other things. Well, he got stuck really, he got, he basically admit to, like most men, he didn't stop for directions. <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> right. He yeah, got yeah. stuck in the giant, he, he was just like, ooh, crazy cool brain flowers, right away. Yep. He didn't know brain. where the fuck he was going. Yeah. Right. That's true, he did fly so. And then he couldn't feel it. love in Kamazots Cam- right. and couldn't leave. Right. And but I did expect because like of their did presentation not know this was part of the plot you guys. Yeah, because Mind of blown. <laughs> because <laughs> it's because this was a terrible movie and it wasn't very well explained. Right. Yeah. Because of their presentation Fair. though, I expected um you know when it was like you know two Adams like in love and they're on two separate yeah. things and then yeah. but like they're still together. I was expecting like I appreciated that like his yell was experience like called them back to the house because that was that frequency yeah. mm-hmm. but i did expect for him to partially exist in the house because <laughs> i was like oh, the yeah. Adam- i wanted it to be that one with the one about time travel with uh matthew mcconaughey where he's still kind of oh, in the house just behind that interstellar. wall of oh, interstellar i never seen that <laughs> oh i <laughs> love interstellar that, interstellar, interstellar was like was like seven I've never seven eighths of a good movie. <laughs> I that yeah, last eighth was no good. Right, <laughs> I feel like right. I watched it for a while and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, I was like, what was that movie? About? Exactly. <laughs> se- se- <laughs> se- seven eighths, Nicole. Yeah, it was seven eighths of a good movie. Like all of the acts were there. It was just like that last twenty minutes. They just couldn't. They couldn't close the deal. They just couldn't close the deal. But it made me very. The whole relationship between a dad and a daughter was very sweet. Um, anyway, I'm we're a, not talking about Interstellar. No. Oh, I thought, well, there's the dad and the daughter in this movie, too. Um, I'm a child of divorce, so obviously the whole concept of your dad leaving and it completely changing your life was totally something I, also, I could relate to. I also really, love in that, what ways? <laughs> <laughs> that moment in the principal's office. My dad was where, also stuck in another dimension. Oh, that makes sense. Only what? it was Beijing, and he moved there for two years after my parents oh, got what divorced. A dick. Weird. No, don't say that. He might oh, have He probably does that. Doesn't, but I think that's it's actually a very okay nice person. I'll probably cut this out of the show. I did love um, <laughs> when they were in the principal's office and the principal was like, what would your, what, like, what if your dad was here? And she was like, things would be, uh, the, my the life would make wor- sense. The, wor- the world would make sense. Yeah. I was again. like, oh yeah. my God. 
girl that tell, that tell line about was heartbreaking but i think it was because it was the only scene between two really fabulous actors <laughs> right yeah. had a connection right. and chemistry yeah. in the scene yeah and, and i was like, so I mad at the fucking it. principal but like i love that moment i was yeah. too but i was really proud of her right you know yeah. and i think that especially when he was like was, i didn't yeah. dismiss you fuck your dismissal yeah Bitch, like, if, you, if you say something like that to someone like let them leave yeah I forget what he said, but I know it was bad. Also, I I actually like when human. she oh. threw the ball at that girl's face. Oh yeah, God, I'd already I already yelled puncher. That was so funny. I yelled because you were you were like I cheered, yeah. and then she, and, she, and then you turned to Charlotte immediately and were like, "Don't ever do that." <laughs> yeah, like I couldn't help myself. She yeah. hit that bitch in the face with a ball, <laughs> and God. I was like, and I put my arm up and I went yes, and mm. then I turned to my seven year old and I was like. But don't do that. Like ever. It was don't that funny. the funniest cool. thing I'd ever seen. It's not seen. cool. It was so funny. Because she, her like, do as her I say, not as I do. was just like, I know. yes. Well, that's because, because that because cunt was bitch like, was like, how yes. dare you put a note on my locker that's like, happy f- anniversary. I hope you disappear too. Are people bitch. that mean? No. Yes. Still? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. I barely made it through seventh grade, you guys. I did too. The reason I am who I am right now is because my sister pep talked me through seventh grade. I got kicked away from like it was like Mean Girls the movie in my real life though. I used to hide in the bathroom during lunch and cry because nobody wanted to sit with me. I think people tried to bully me. And I just was well, at least too you had the bravery to do that mm, publicly. I, I just didn't know how to hold the tears in at the time. Ugh, and then yeah. I turned into a bitch. Now I don't cry anymore. And I yeah. let those emotions out. Let those emotions out. They'll it's never okay come again. Now. Well, it's okay. It's okay. Now. The emotions are I don't know. We love I th- you. I think I really do think people tried to make fun of me. And I was just like, what'd you say? <laughs> they were just like, you're just an ugly bitch. And I was like, what? What? You were pretending to to be dumb? No, I think that I just was dumb. Like, I really, truly don't remember anyone being mean to me, but I imagine they did because I was a Mm. really weird person. Like, I was the only goth kid in a Catholic school. I was the only one who knew gay people, and I was very vocal about that Mm. and was very, like open about my very liberal beliefs i went to public school see i went to catholic school so it was like it too. was rife with the like ability to a be bitch bullied. stabbed me in the arm with a pencil oh, oh god see? i still have a piece of lead in my arm the worst no. thing i remember yeah. is a guy asking me where's your favorite yeah, place right? to eat out <laughs> and Ew. i was like what's that mean You're and then like, i went home um, and i was like mom what does eat out mean and she was like where the fuck did you hear that i mean my, in the bible. my mom in the probably bible. still doesn't know what eat out means I'm sure she does. No, she doesn't know so many things. Like when we have game night, sometimes like we play like adult games and like, I was going to make a joke about your, 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 I was going to ask a question, but I'm not going to, no, I was going to ask a real question. Like you could feel free to, it was really bad to cut it out. I was going to ask. I was was like, what does she call it then? Like she guarantees, guaranteed does it. Sorry, you can feel free to cut that out. Daddy's little tongue bath. <laughs> no, no, no. No. <laughs> sorry, my mom, sorry. Can my mom myself? had a hysterectomy 10 years ago. That doesn't mean she, she can't get eaten out. She has vagina removed. No. She loves Barbie. The vagina's there. Please eat it. <laughs> <laughs> no, new quote. The vagina's there. Please eat it. Um, That's got to go that's up It's going to be that with a Georgia O'Keefe behind it. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, uh, I think we can start wrapping this up soon. Um, I did. There was one last thing I want to talk about that we haven't really covered, and I think that it's sort of piggybacking 
off of the idea of love. I think Sarah didn't like the word piggyback. I'm not making any more jokes about your mom. Is that and your dad, sexual okay? innuendo? Um, the beast of two backs. No. Um, that's like the worst sexual position ever. Piggybacking. You like your dick phrase. is way too high. It's like way too high. In the right spot. Why am I on your back? <laughs> All right, well, let's get, get this out of, this. of our systems. We can, we can talk. We'll go back to talking about this children's movie. <laughs> Sorry, I just keep picturing in my head like an actual sexual encounter where like both parties are naked and the woman is on his back. back. I know. (laughs) Okay, I'm fine. Why would it have two backs? I don't understand. Because of your backs. Because they're. But you're united through the genitals. But but your back but your backs aren't next to each other, so it's not like it a camel. Has two backs. But it's a but back both here sides. and a back here. But both then it's more like more like no front. Then they should call it. They should call it the clamshell. <laughs> I don't think that sounds as threatening as the beast with two backs. The it's clamshell. It's frighten you. It was made by you the Christians. Write that down. Oh, I'm ready. Sorry. Okay. Um, so I, I wanted to address, I wanted to circle back uh, to the topic of love. And one of the things I really appreciate this movie as a children's movie and as a movie with a female protagonist is that ultimately the the strength that she that she finds in herself is her ability to love herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so a, a, a mo- moment that was very moving for me was when she sees when she's in the id or whatever and she sees the ver- the perfect version of herself mm-hmm. because that's how I felt about myself too because like I had the weird hair and like I didn't wear the right clothes and like I wanted to be thin and have beautiful straight hair and like beautiful silky straight hair. that's what I wanted so like I really identified with that internal struggle and sitting next to my daughter I I actually did I did cry a little bit because I was thinking about how my my child at 7 has inhumanly high self-esteem for a person. She really does. But it's one day that you've man- managed to do that with her too. I d- I didn't do anything. This is just how she came out. No, um, I think you encouraged her. You got to have something to do with it. Well, Take but credit. but one but not one day not too long from now. She's going to internalize all of that garbage. Yeah. And she she's going to be probably like me. She's going to be kind of weird and not as put together as everybody else. Like, I just I feel like that's probably going to be yeah. the person she is. And that's going to be fine as she like, I, look, here's the thing. I'm almost 40. So I've kind of become complacent in my self-hatred. You know, like I'm kind of bored by my own self-hatred where I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I this is as good as it gets. <laughs> but like the 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 I the the knowledge that my daughter is still gonna have to go through that internal struggle of like yeah. whether or not to love yourself. Yeah, it, it brought me to tears. Yeah. I think that one of the benefits that like she has and a lot of children now have, especially having good parents like you, um, because oh, one of kind. my oldest niece doesn't I'm necessarily mediocre at best. Like um, her mom makes her feel like she should be working out and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't live close to her. So I can only instill things in her when I'm yeah. there or when I'm talking to her. Yeah. But I think the benefit that um, kids now are growing up and like, not that it's perfect because it's mm-hmm. not. And it never, it, like, I don't yeah. think it ever will mm-hmm. be, but I think they're in a you, m- big, a better space where 
people that are different are more accepted. Yeah, um, where that's like true. people who are normal body weight are normal and it's not like, yeah. oh, well, you're not skinny. Mm-hmm. It's like you're beautiful because you are exactly what you are. Or people who play Dungeons and Dragons or that's true. people who are into Harry Potter, like yeah. they are cool yeah. now. Like yeah. that's the cool world. Yeah. So I think that she is going to have some advantages. One so. being exactly who she is and being very comfortable in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, because we are like, not we, but like the world has started to round itself out into a space where it is more accepting. Um, I, I hope so. So yeah. like, I mean, yeah. will she probably still struggle? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, middle school is a, a, a beast. It's yeah. it's a um, fucking waste, a garbage wasteland. But I think that she will. I think that she's in a better space than we were. And I don't think that like it's going to be perfect. I think that it it will never be perfect. But I think that she will be able to go in there because of some tools that you've given her and tools that the world has given her. She's going to be able to go in there and be better off than most of us were because yeah. god damn it i struggled oh, my god struggled through middle school i yeah. every day i tried to come up with some new illness <laughs> and my mom was a nurse so she was not having it i was like i have i've i've diverticulitis I came to school. <laughs> she's like no she's like um, where did you read that word yeah <laughs> i also Stop, get out of this encyclopedia britannica's get your backpack on <laughs> in terms of the movie though i did appreciate that like she influenced the boy more than the boy influenced her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which is also nice with a, a female protagonist. Yeah. Because that doesn't Definitely. always happen. It's usually, it's somehow based around her her love or like for this guy. Mm-hmm. But she really didn't even acknowledge that she liked him um, until yeah. after did, he like pined over her for the first hour. She legit did not seem to give a shit that he yeah. fucking disappeared after her <laughs> yeah, and her no. dad, uh, him no. and her dad pieced out. <laughs> yeah. She was like, I've got some shit to do. Like, yeah. I'll catch up with you later, Calvin. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Final thoughts? Go for it, Hillary. You're dying to do it. This movie is crap. (laughs) (laughs) That's my only thought. I don't know. I was disappointed by it. I just like, I didn't think it was very good. I thought it was really confusing. I thought even for a children's movie, very confusing. I'm going to make you sit through Ninjago. I don't know what the fuck that is, but like <laughs> when I have a child, I'm sure I will have to watch it. Oh, I'm sure you'll have new garbage. I to made watch. my new choices. Garbage. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We all made our choices. I get a shot in my butt every three months so that I don't have any children. Yeah, well, yeah. Hey. Sarah, I think Ava DuVernay has some explaining to do. Uh huh. I agree. Wow. Um, what if a, it, what if it was a lot of studio meddling, guys? could be you know what i mean like what if it was a lot of studio meddling we don't i'm just putting it out there if she is capable of putting out these other really wonderful films that she had a lot of creative control over the genre is so different though all right so she has some explaining to do she doesn't explain herself yeah basically okay all right you but you want an explanation i want an explanation i i have to wonder if there was studio meddling points that we talked about i mean like we can't go through the whole list again but there were lots of things that we talked about Flying cabbage, one of them. No, I'm just kidding. Um, That's a sex thing. <laughs> the flying cabbage. <laughs> I like to do a flying cabbage every now and then. Mm-hmm. Once in a while. You know. But it's really hard to do, so I'd only do it I on like, special you know, Is that where you paint yourself green and lie there That's, until... Uh, it's something I do on Meatless Mondays. Uh, <laughs> undulate? Undulate. Undulating. Okay, uh, Jasmine, final thoughts. Um, I will say I, I don't hate it. Um, okay. And I think it's... 
just because it's going into my year of black people. And you're like, we're going to um, hold on like, to this. Not, and I don't, I don't think it was perfect. I yeah. don't think it was great. Would I watch it again? Probably. I won't buy it. But like, yeah. if it's on TV, I'll soon watch it again. I'll question Big Oprah, but I'll watch it. <laughs> and her eyebrow, her wandering eyebrow. <laughs> oh, um. Okay. Like, I know we'll get to this in a later segment, but I have three children and I watch a lot of garbage children's movies. Mm-hmm. I watch the 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 shittiest of the shitty at times um and i've watched really really great children's movies really wonderful beautiful better than some uh, movies that are meant for adults children's movies um i would say this falls somewhere in the middle for me i don't think it was terrible um this was not a boss baby oh god true uh which i have seen i've only watched 15 minutes of that goddamn shit movie it's on netflix so i tried really hard to keep it away as long as possible but then they put it on netflix and i couldn't do anything about it um it's not uh it's not boss baby it's also not a harry potter or a inside out or you know a toy story So it's falls somewhere in the middle for me. I think that there were some moving moments. Um, I appreciated what it was trying to do in terms of the sort of groundbreaking things it was trying to do with casting and um, and and a female protagonist in a in a in a children's movie. Uh, I appreciated that. And while some of it was boring and some of the visual effects were a little baffling to me, um, there were lots of moments that touched me as well. Will I watch it again? I have three children, so I don't have a choice, mm-hmm. basically. But w- will I watch it again feeling like I want to end my life? No. I think it would. if I watched it again, maybe I'd enjoy it more. Maybe I'd pick up on some things. I think if I have to be forced to sit through more children's movies, this one, I can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I would agree with that. I, I like I weird don't... movies. I don't think it's the worst. Yeah. I just there, there were points were, of it yeah. I really enjoyed. I mean, I saw it twice, so yeah, there were parts of it I really enjoyed, and then there were parts that I didn't understand. And uh, um, I, I, there are parts of it I really enjoyed. Um, and I wanted it. I wanted to like it more. Yeah, there were I really parts did. of it that I enjoyed less than other parts. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. C. D. F. Yeah. What are you people? On dope? Welcome to This is a Test. Uh, this is the part of the show where we see if the film Wrinkle in Time holds up to several tests for diversity, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, diversity in casting and storytelling. Um, so let's start with the Bechtel test. Okay. Um, Bechtel test to determine whether or not there are some well developed, or I suppose, you know, well. Some- Mediocre. rounded female characters well we just have to see if they, if they fit the rules okay mm-hmm. so first rule for the Bechtel test are is there more than one female character in this movie yes, yes. do do they have names yes. yes do they talk to each other yes. yeah indeed do they talk about something other than a man yes, yes. so mm. yep sure does well, no they talk about no, science they do oh, they yeah. talk about i mean all of the she talks to all the who's and the what's mm-hmm. and all those ladies was, about different more, my was more so like were, were they all talking about finding her father not no, not all not the, the time, whole time. Okay. not the whole time cool yeah so this film very easily passes the bechdel test now Yay. you may you may argue that the characters were not as well developed as you would like but as far as female mm-hmm. characters go with a motivation they that exists outside of a man right 
or or relationship with well, a man. Well, I don't know about motivation outside well, of a man. But, but in the it end, it became have... her love of herself that allowed her to get back home. Yes, but it wasn't the catalyst for the film. The catalyst for the film was her finding her and father. And even that yeah. motivation true, to but, like loving herself was but her like trying to save her brother. That's also not what the Bechdel test is either. You know, the Bechdel test is a very simple like: do they even have fucking lines? Right. Yes, mean, it, and, and it passes the point that. Of it, is it, yeah, like, it's very simple. It's very and that's basic. The whole thing is like it's embarrassing sometimes that some films pass it. That and some like, people. This isn't an embarrassing. No, it's film not. It's by not. any it means, it passes but easily. It passes. All right. It doesn't mean they're well developed. Well, right. we can argue about the writing of it, but as right. far as whether or not it passes the Bechtel test, it, it certainly does. Um, all right. Let's move on to the Blackdel test, coined by Jasmine our very own Jasmine Waters. Waters. Jasmine, Jasmine Waters. Um, does this film have more than one black person in it? Mm, yes. It does. Do they have names? They do. Do they talk to each other? They do. Do they talk to each other about something other than a white person? <laughs> they do. do it they? passes the black belt They do. So they do, yeah. Oprah talks to yep. Megan at some point, and they're talking about Meg. They, uh, yes, they talk about Meg and her ability true. to believe in herself and love herself. And even when, like, uh, Gugu is talking to Meg, mm-hmm. she's talking to Meg about herself. When yeah. the That's principal true. is talking to Meg, he is talking to Meg about herself. Correct. Yeah. Black characters that have lines. Talking about black characters. So that's a pass on the Blacktail test. And lastly, does this film have a woman over the age of 50 in it? Oprah's anxious. Yes. Yep. Um, Does that character have her own sort of life in the film or is it all based around supporting someone else? Nope. I think she has her. Uh, well, uh, I think she doesn't. She only support Meg. I mean, she's there to help her on her journey, but I don't. I don't. She's not there to be somebody's mommy making pizza or rolls. Created by Meg, either. She does have a life outside That's of correct. Meg. She isn't yeah. summoned or created by her. Correct. So yeah, I would I say this passes the Mojo test. I would say it passes the Mojo test. This is a the first time we've had a film that passed all three. No, it's so. because I'm here. <laughs> Ava DuVernay no, knew about the Blackwell test Crushing and the, mo- the, the well, Mojo test. We often, know she did. oftentimes, uh, the Blackwell test. I have seen it in other places referenced as the Ava test. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Well, it was first coined by Jasmine Waters. It was, um, it was. and then yeah. stolen and by the internet. And then stolen, stolen by the, by the internet, internet because the internet is a Ava fickle test. bitch. And now they've yeah. named it the Ava test, and that's fine. But I appreciate y'all for perpetuating it as the Black Dole test. Well, didn't even know how to spell. The first time we did the Black Dole <laughs> test was in the first season of this podcast mm-hmm. when we did Nine, nine to Five, and yeah. which it did not. Pass. It, did it did not, not pass no. at all. Rarely do we have a movie that does. There, aren't they actually. redoing Nine to Five? They've talked about it. They did mention it on an award show, but I don't know if it's solidly. I love John Parton. I'm gonna put this on my list of things that I'm upset about tonight because we can make (laughs) we can remake Nine to Five, but we can't make a second Wrinkle Time. Apparently not. Apparently, the remake from what I've heard is that it is new women in a current office setting who are struggling, and so they go to those three women to get advice on I the workplace. This Jasmine, <laughs> Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine. Next month, very angry. they're releasing serious? a remake of Overboard. I'm so excited with about it. With people switched. I know, I've heard. Because if you did it the other way, it would be creepy as fuck. I love Anna Well, that's like, because it was the rapiest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I love Anna Ferris. I 
I'm here for it, but I also am you like... You don't sound here for it. You're like, I'm just hey. like, we can remake all these white people movies yeah. and throw one yep. black person in it. Guaranteed yeah. Overboard will have one black person. It will. Um, um, I watched the trailer. I did not see a single black person. Don't worry, nice. they'll show up. There are... Um, <laughs> She'll there have are a black best Latino, friend or a black bartender There are Latino characters. Oh, there are Latino characters and a black person. There's Latino characters. Yeah, I did right. not sing a, see a you're single right. black person in that trailer. So, like, my thing is, like, I just... It just frustrates me that, like, we progress... And a movie that could carry on that passes all three of our tests is not going to happen. But we're like, let's remake Overboard. Oh, you know what we should remake? Nine to five. And we're going to put <laughs> one black woman in there that's struggling with race issues. But that's just to get and the black people happy. Dolly Parton the rest of them, Yeah. I, we're going to let Dolly Parton come in. <laughs> um, we're going to get uh, Jane Fonda. And we're going to get, goddamn, what's that last bitch's name? Lily Tomlin. Lily, Lily Tomlin. Tomlin. Yeah. Okay. Lily, Lily Tomlin is I a forgot her comedy name too. goddess. I love her in Grace and Frankie. I just can never remember her name. Yeah, I forgot her name too. She's Sorry. amazing. But I do, that's, that's all of my frustration. It's just that like we love white people. I get it, America. You can stop telling me and slapping me in the face with it. With your white dick. <laughs> Can I say something? Um, yes, please. No, do. no. I'm sorry. That didn't. I didn't mean for that to sound rude. I just. I just had a thought. Um, <laughs> so I've. I've watched Friends a ton, and mm-hmm. like there are like no black 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 people even no. in the background of Friends. And I have recently I should, been well, watching. I should Tyler in the later later seasons. Right. Yeah. I've been w- watching Seinfeld, which was like five or six years before. Fr- like it started like in '89. But they did run in, in tandem for a while in '98. Yeah. Um, but there are actually quite a few black background a- a- actors, not not like characters who have lines. Yeah. But more than friends. Hmm. And I'm like, how did that ha- happen? Larry because David is a Jew. Loved, yeah, I was like, one, minorities recognize minorities half the time. Two, um, friends was popular enough that they didn't give a fuck. So was Seinfeld, though. Seinfeld was, a, yeah. I would argue but neither that of those shows more have popular. black characters yeah. really. But here's the but. thing is like, I agree with Jasmine. I think it's a minority thing is like, uh, we all know that Seinfeld was written and produced by Jews and it, it's, it's Larry really David. weird way you just said, Jews. I know. Jews. Jews. Like it said, it said, 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 like said my, it sounded like I was a Nazi. It said, it said, it said, it said my Jewish hackles up a little bit. Okay. I'm, sorry. Real with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm that's German. Hillary, like, I really should take Hillary, this criticism like, for, to heart. Four glasses of wine in. Know, she's just like, it's the Jews. It was written and directed by the Jews. It's okay. She was saying juice guys. Juice. Just, okay. No, but I, I really do think like I, I mean Larry David and and uh, Jerry Seinfeld yeah. like I think that coming from my uh, minority perspective I think can give them a way to see into that. But I don't know. I'm maybe I'm reading too much into it. I also because think I don't think possible that, like, the showrunners of Friends good, might be Jewish. Also, though. it's it's quite well, I think possible. they might be. It is very also, possible. But black background is also not a testament yeah, to no. like, no. you being aware. I think it's who comes no, out for not. it. I think black yeah. people that is not probably wo- didn't want to come is out not to be background casting. for fucking friends. Yeah, what? no. Like for you example, you're gonna get a shit ton of black people for things like Selma for a background. They're like, yeah. I want to be there. Yeah. Oprah's there. Fuck yeah, they're gonna come. Friends, they're we like need David background. Schwimmer is there. Oh, I'm good. Right, <laughs> good. thank you. <laughs> I'm good. That's so fine. I think that, like, I don't necessarily know if that's a testament either. Yeah, no, I'm like, not saying it's a good no. thing. I just noticed that it yeah, was just I'm like, like it's probably more so like, oh yeah, we can come out to that, but 
they might just not be coming out to friends, which I'm still yeah. struggling through. Yeah. Don't miss the new Critical Crop Top live sketch show. Critical Crop Top enters the multiverse. It opens next month on May 11th, 13th, 18th, and 20th, and will be at the Highland Inn Ballroom. Critical Crop Top enters the multiverse, stars Cameron Richardson, Jasmine Waters, Liz Shad, John Good, Patrick Morgan, Andy Fleming, Hilary R. Heath, and myself. You can find tickets for sale on our website at criticalcroptop.com backslash tickets. If you're not already following our special guest, Jasmine Waters, on Twitter, believe me, you should. You're missing out on a lot of things. So please follow Jasmine on Twitter. That's at Real Life by Jazz. Trust me, Jasmine is one of the most funny people I know, and you will not be sorry. So follow her. That's at Real Life by Jazz, and that's with a J-A-Z. You can continue the conversation with us about A Wrinkle in Time by following us on social media. You can find us at Feminine Mistake Pod on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find us on Twitter at Fem Mistake Pod. Join us next week for our monthly Lady Bits episode, where we will be tackling a topic on women in film with special guest Jasmine Waters. Till then, if you've got a nervous breakdown that you would like us to read on the show, you can send that or any other correspondence to Feminine Mistake Podcast at gmail.com. the vocal fries i'm carrie and i'm megan and we have a podcast about linguistic discrimination we talk about language not being a jerk not judging people for the way that they speak and we try to have a good time we talk about things like vocal fry swearing southern american english and prescriptive grammar you can find us on itunes or your favorite podcast app